Wednesday edition. The You guys are getting an ice storm? The kids are off of school? Nice edition. The What does it mean to be fully bought in and fully invested? It's an important question. We'll explain in a moment. And the Uncle Homer scheduled to appear, but scheduled to appear early. So if he is appointment radio for you at 1030, he's going to be joining us a little bit earlier. Kind of like the Badgers Outsider did yesterday. Edition. Of Wilde and Tausch. On 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee, 100.5 ESPN Madison, 1430 ESPN Beaverdam, ESPN Wisconsin.com, the ESPN app, your Alexa smart speaker, and of course, WisconsinOnDemand.com and the Wisconsin On Demand app. I'm Jason Wilde in Green Bay, where we did not get snow day good news this morning. Jesse Nelson's in the ESPN Madison studios. And from his undisclosed location, he is the Packers Hall of Famer. He is Mark Tauscher. Tausch, good morning. How are you today? Uh, I'm doing all right. Uh, school's canceled. I, I don't under. It nice. seems like it's been such a mild, beautiful winter here. It has. And we're out of we're out of snow days. What? I don't get it. Yeah, that we're out. We're now on the clock. And I'm thinking to myself, oh it's crazy because last week was ridiculous. I don't care what anybody, our ombudsman got after me about the it, last week was fine. It was a joke. This week, I get it, man. There's a monster storm coming. I don't blame people for doing it. But it's just crazy to me that we're out of snow days. And it doesn't even feel like we got any snow this year. It's just a weird, it's a conundrum. Uh, maybe I'm misunderstanding snow days. But yeah, we're done. We're out. Outski. We haven't no had one yet. How is that possible? That's yeah, a weird dynamic. I don't know. Like, uh, life I thought comes for sure quick in the snow they'd have game today mode. off, and they don't. Uh, wow, you're out of snow days. Yeah, no more snow days. So we all became familiar a couple of years ago with the phrase "out of an abundance of caution." And I feel like that has been adopted by the school system in regards to snow days, at least in the greater Madison yeah, area. Apparently not in the greater Green Bay Metroplex. Because it's not like they're canceling these morning of. And this is, uh, Tausch, this is what you were getting yeah. after them for last. They're, they're, like It was at 6 o'clock last night on the news all these schools were canceled today. Yeah, I get this one, though. I understand this one because this is supposed to be like some absolute monster. And you have to be smart. So I get that, mm -hmm. but... The question I have, and this will mm -hmm. irritate some teachers and administrators at schools. Oh, and it's okay. boy. Are you sure? Uh, just, to, just to make sure. You definitely want to ask this. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, I, I'm just, yeah, answer me this. Okay. Uh, we have, because of COVID, we have set up for virtual schooling. We've had this. We knew there was a monster storm coming, so why don't we just all go virtual today so we don't have to take a day off in June? I, is there, or a day why not in June. As it were, whatever. Yeah, uh, that's not. That was not nearly as. Uh, you, you, no, I, mean, I, I listen, don't know what you're going to say as there. As big of a pro school teacher person you're going to find, 
I don't, and this Good. isn't a teacher thing. This is more administrative. No, I am. Uh, so, administration. You know, I believe you. I wasn't dismissing you. I'm saying no, this. Jesse was kind of. Oh, okay. Way to go, like, Jesse. I, I would think the teachers would probably be bigger pro-teacher people than you would be. Just well, <laughs> One would think. But, yeah. nevertheless, you're getting lost in the weeds. Uh, I think the challenge, at least from my recollection during that era, which was not fun for any of us, was that some, much like, no offense, much like yourself, who's not the most technically savvy fellow and requires some measure of assistance from his IT staff, and I don't mean Derek Blakesley, some kids are in more challenging IT situations than others, and it makes it hard to do virtual learning on short notice, is what I would say. That's all. Unless Sarah can help yeah. them all get connected. <laughs> it was interesting. So, like, last night, Tier 1 Tyler and I, we got back after it at Trivia. We got back in the big leagues where we belonged. Third place finish. Thank you very much. Big leagues. Oh, okay. Well, no, no, no. You, you were relegated but, back to Stubbies or wherever you third were. Third place back when we got relegated back at our place. But uh, it was interesting seeing, like, they had you know one of the local stations with the little scrolly thing coming across on the bottom line. And some of them were, you know, school canceled, after-school after activities canceled. And then Ash some... Wednesday. No one's going to yeah. Ash Wednesday church. That might be going virtual. you got to bring your own ashes to put on your forehead. And then, uh, and then some of them said virtual learning Wednesday, virtual learning oh, yeah. today. So it seemed like some of the schools were into the virtual learning option, but others were just saying, let's just take the day off. Okay. We've, I'm glad we can move forward. <laughs> why did, Why is this so... You're concerned about it bleeding into June, or you don't want your children at home on a Wednesday when you've got other stuff you'd like to do? No, I, I told you before, I, I, I'm not saying one thing one way or the other. I just I thought last week was, was delusional to close school. I, I, we were not supposed to get pounded. It was like an inch of snow. And there was no issues with anything. So today, I don't have a problem with them canceling school today. It is supposed to be some all-time Alberta clipper. Great. Cancel school. I just am dumbfounded that we've missed this much time, and it doesn't even feel like we've gotten pounded with anything this year. It just feels like it's been a mild, beautiful winter. Maybe I'm wrong because I'm gone and we've traveled a little bit, and I've missed some of those snow days. But... Uh, it just doesn't feel like it, and it feels like out of abundance of caution. Smart today. We'll see. You have to be proactive. I understand all of that. But I don't fully comprehend why it couldn't just be virtual since everything has been equipped since COVID that virtual schooling is now in play. I, I have a hard time when you can plan a day out, which school was canceled yesterday at 3 it's o'clock, yep. why it couldn't be virtual today. I don't know. Yeah, Jason, your point might be valid. It feels like it shouldn't be that big a deal. That's all. And that's that's my that's my going away talking point for this morning. We got a tweet from Corey. Virtual teaching was my hell as a teacher, and not much learning takes place on the kids' end. Stop stealing the joy of snow days. <laughs> 
Uh, just out of curiosity, uh, I don't even want to. Okay, let, let's, let's move forward because I don't want to get into. Uh, uh, I don't want to get uh, into uh, 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 the COVID hey, schooling the, and all of that of the, because that was one of the snow that days was, that you missed. Was that while you were grinding at the uh, Phoenix Open presented by WM? Is that was there a snow I day while you know. were gone? Okay, I, I don't know, but I, I do hope that there is a monster snowstorm now. Like I'm no, pulling fair. for a month because. The kids want to get out. You go sled. You go throw yeah. snowballs. Use like, your air snowblower uh, uh, for the first no- time. If it's a nothing burger today, I'll be very disappointed. Very uh, disappointed. Well, good luck with and virtual Ash Wednesday services. Be, uh, so you're burger. you're a little frustrated by the situation presented by the snow day and the potential no, of no, having a day. Today. But the being out of snow days and having to go to school an extra day in uh, June, etc. Just dumbfounded. Can just, I just, just make a transition to the poll question about frustration? Well, you asked me a question. So well, yes, I was ahead. more rhetorical. Well, so, I can't tell when you're being rhetorical. So, so there are different frustrations for everyone. And some are frustrated by all the Aaron Rodgers conversation. Now, I have to warn you, if you are in that group... Tom Pelissero said something on the Rich Eisen show yesterday, which I found very, very, very interesting. And then I had a few conversations that were also interesting. But I have sent some frustration with the level of focus on the quarterback and his darkness retreat, his uncertainty about his future, people saying the team is disgusted with him. Tausch, do you get that sense, or do you get the sense that most people that you encounter are still enraptured with the Rogers story, uh, or as Jen Latta of Jen, Gabe, and Chewy each weekday, 7 to 9 on 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee, uh, calls it man soap opera? Do you get the sense more people are sick of it, or more people are still very much interested in it? Uh, no, I think people are interested, but they're sick of it. it was so both. And you can be both. Yeah. Uh, there is a fatigue, no question. I think we feel fatigued. I think everybody is. But anytime there's any snippet of news, do people pounce and go crazy about it? They do. And people are just thirsting to f- hear more, even if it's, you know, secondhand sourced knowledge. People can't get enough of it. So I... I get it, I understand it, but no, I don't think people, I think people are sick and tired of the situation, but they're clamoring for more info. And until you actually get some resolution to it, there's speculation, there's gossip, there's hearsay, Uh, you can continue to name different things, but I thought the the text I sent you guys yesterday from a very loyal fan of our show, I thought encapsulated it to a T, and that of how the scenario is played out and what exactly the Rogers situation looks like. And I'll read it because Jason, I'm not going to let you just be the one to read on air. Oh, uh, it's too bad I had I it up and ready. Who, I was all, from a buddy. Oh, do you actually have it up? I and do. Ready? Yeah, I've, I, I go for I, it. Yeah, I keep I, these types. I didn't of want to put you on the spot, but I oh, thought his text yesterday encapsulated this whole scenario. Yeah, as good as anything I, I could agree. Say. I I actually was trying to get to it during the show yesterday, and I failed. So, let me read it now. Do you have some like 
light music to play in the background as a bed of some kind, like as I read it dramatically? Yeah, I actually I, no, I had a feeling that we were going to do some no, reading on no, the radio. No, we're not power ranking in this. Had some special music text. ready to go for you today. You're so annoying. From a buddy. I think so many Packers fans are ready to move on from Aaron Rodgers because they don't believe he can win another Super Bowl. He has failed so many times with so much talent around him. Uh, Parentheses. That goes back to our debate about whether he was elevating rosters that weren't as talented or failing with rosters that were talented enough. He has failed so many times with so much talent around him that I think fans don't believe he can get us back there. And therefore, why give him all this money and deal with all of the drama? I think deep down, that's what it comes to for a lot of Packers fans. I don't think it's necessarily the right decision, but I think that's why people feel that way. How do you encapsulate that better than what uh, our buddy sent i i can't i can't put it in any of people are sick of it but again i caution everybody because it's february and this stuff is so easy to say in february march april may june it's not as easy to say in september october november that's the part that i think we constantly have to and you continue to mention this quote from goot about the quarterback position and having to deal with a lot of stuff Mm-hmm. Because it's worth it. Mm-hmm. That, in essence, is what our buddy is saying. It ain't worth it anymore. Mm-hmm. And I think Packer fans feel that. And when you go 8-9 and nine and miss a playoff in a 17 field where the NFC, for most of us, thought was pretty wide open. Now, you could say we're delusional, but you could say it was pretty wide open, at least to get the divisional round 100% wide open. And this guy didn't get us there, and we have expected him to continue to elevate, and he didn't. You do start wondering, is the juice worth the squeeze anymore? And and are you in that I group? am a believer. Okay. I, am, I, am, I have been steadfast, even with my critiques of Aaron, and Aaron has handled things. I, don't, I didn't like the way he handled a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I still believe. Aaron Rodgers went healthy. He was not healthy. I don't I don't want to be called an apologist. He wasn't healthy last year. He was not. When he is the quarterback for this football team, you're going to win the division. You're going to go to the playoffs. He was not this year, and that is an argument that you can continue to shove in my face. And I have no, other than that he was injured, I have no counter argument to him. And that's why... I think people feel the way you just read our fan telling us we feel. That is how I think a vast majority of Packer fans feel, and that's why they're sick of him. But, again, they're sick of him now. They were sick of him last offseason. They were sick of him before. You know when they're not sick of him? When the season's When he's leading the charge and you're winning games in September, October, November. I'm not going to say January because we haven't had enough of that. But in early January, there's regular season games. That's when you're not sick of him. Yeah, uh, I agree with everything you said. I would also say that some of it was not his thumb injury. Some of it was, in my opinion, not only his failure to participate in the offseason program, which leads into our next conversation, but also, ah, 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 we'll get to that momentarily. But also, I don't think 
he did a good enough job, and I would say this to his face if he was standing in front of me, I don't think he did a good enough job of adjusting to the young, inexperienced people around him. Instead, he continued to believe that his demanding approach was the right approach, and sometimes you have to adjust it. And I think he didn't do a good enough job of that. And I would be curious how he would respond to that critique, and maybe we'll get the chance when he returns as the Packers quarterback for the 2023 season. Uh, So there are some, including your buddy, who wonder if the window is closed for the Packers to win a Super Bowl with him as the quarterback because they haven't gotten it done in a dozen years. They would say that opportunities, perhaps, are leaking through those creaky, squeaky inferior windows and it's time to make a change in the window and if that's time for a change then you will love Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. What do you think? Uh, what did you think of that? It took a long time to get there. I don't it kind of paid off though, quite... don't you think? Uh, the juice maybe wasn't worth the squeeze with Wildy's analogy but it always is when you go with Pella windows indoors of Wisconsin everywhere you look from groceries to utilities to gas Jesse what else is really expensive right now eggs big eggs yeah eggs are through the roof it's it's crazy that they're more expensive than ground beef that's a whole nother story but prices are up 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 and Pella can dramatically help lower your energy costs year round by replacing those drafty windows and doors in as little as six weeks. And we got this big Alberta clipper coming, right? Snow flying, wind blowing, everything else. I'm not even remotely worried about it. I got Pella windows and doors. My cash is bouncing off the windows and coming back in the house. It ain't drifting out the window like you if you have those creaky old windows. If you do, bringing the love of Wisconsin outdoors in through the beauty and quality craftsmanship of Pella windows and doors. Lock in your prices by February 28th. And you get 0% interest for up to 48 months. Visit PellaWI.com today. Certain restrictions do apply. Craftsmanship is really hard to say in a read. I have really struggled through February. I was looking for I was glad Nari came to play because craftsmanship, I have struggled to enunciate that properly in that read. Uh, it's crazy. Yeah, you've done kind of a craftsmanshipy job of doing it. Uh, so Good one. Thanks. I loved it. So, fully bought in. Tausch is fully bought in when it comes to Gina Della and Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Is Aaron Rodgers? And if he is, do the Packers want him back? Tom Pelissero says, yes. We'll hear from him on the Rich Eisen Show. Next, it's Wilde and Tausch. So, Tausch, in relation to the weather... Yeah, uh, I have a buddy, Luke Samp, who is up here. Samper, Sampy. He was a wideout with us in Green Bay for a while, wasn't he? Uh, Chris Samp, I believe, is who you're thinking of. Uh, Luke. Are they related? I don't think so. Spelled spelled slightly different. Uh, Luke is a meteorologist. Okay. Uh, I know you're a big fan of that portion of the population. Uh, other than Shortino. And Charlie Shortino's your guy, right? Yeah, I'm a big Chuck guy. All right, yep. so Luke is our guy. He's kind of our go-to okay. guy. Friend, his, his daughter plays basketball. We, we're, we're buddies. And so I, saw, I, thought, I thought he had a really interesting tweet the other day as this storm was starting to brew. He said, pick your source that you trust the most because there's going to be lots of different – 
models and predictions when it comes to this storm. Okay? And uh, obviously he's ours. We, we trust him. And so, in fact, he helped us make a decision on driving to and from Milwaukee last night for Maddie and her ballet. Now, I kind of feel like the Aaron Rodgers saga has some similarities to this storm and meteorologists in that you have to discern as a consumer who to trust. Yes. And whose information you believe is the most informed and accurate. Now, much kind of like Rorschachy. Yeah, Rorschach. Love Rorschachy. Uh, now, I would hope, much like I'm sure Luke hoped when he posted this tweet, that you view us among the people you can trust. Now, I would add that Tom Pelissero is one of the people that I trust. Behind the scenes, I think he's pretty well connected with Matt LaFleur, with Nathaniel Hackett, and I think with Goody, too. Okay? Now... With all that said, he appeared, NFL Network's Tom Pelissero, who not only covered the Packers for a period of time like some others did, but continues to cover the league for an accredited outlet, in fact, for the league outlet. He appeared on the Rich Eisen show yesterday. And Tausch, you saw this almost at the exact same time I did. And I thought, ooh, this has got my attention. So here is Tom with Rich yesterday. I certainly know Bob. I would say nobody has told me that they are disgusted with Aaron Rodgers. I think that it is natural when you give someone a unprecedented type of contract, basically ripping up the remaining contract and giving them what amounts to a three-year, $150 million plus dollar deal like they did last year, you're anticipating you're going to get somebody who's fully bought in and is going to play at a really high level. And it didn't work out that way. In 2022, he had the finger injury that probably impacted him more than people realized at the time. He had some other injuries that he played through. Did, as I, as I said, played better down the stretch as things got going. But then you go right back into the Willie or Walty and, you know, keeping the, the franchise waiting. I think it's natural for people to be frustrated by that. Listen, to win in the NFL, your best players, your highest paid players have to play at a really high level. That was not the case on the whole for Aaron Rodgers with the Packers last year. But again, I would just go back to all I can speak for is what I know, mm-hmm. which is that if Rodgers wants to play for the Packers and if he is bought into the way that they are want to proceed here, then the Packers want him back. And they would expect that he's going to come back and play really well in 2023. Uh, uh, I would say that that is a very, very, very long distance from done, disgusted, sick of him, don't want him back. So both of those cannot be fully true. Correct? No. There is... You're talking polar opposites on the spectrum when you're dealing with those two stories. And if you are the Packers and you want to spin something, I don't think you go to the polar opposite. You soften what was said to make it sound like, hey, there's frustration, 
but you know we you know whatever that is not just softening yeah. the disgusted word that is far yeah, more I have than dis- to yeah i have to ask the why would green bay leak or tell the dunn mcginn camp anything like that if they really were sick of him and disgusted you don't do that from a trade standpoint because A, Rodgers controls the cards, and B, you want to get maximum value. Correct. Why would you say this guy's a bum and he can't play? You never do that. You build people up. So that's another piece that, you know, the being the backup for Aaron uh, for Jordan Love was absurd. That part just can't. There's no viability to that under any circumstance. And, Everybody knows that. And. You wouldn't say publicly, or you wouldn't say it because they didn't say it publicly and they didn't say it to Bob and Tyler. They said it to, allegedly, someone else in the league or someone who used to work in the building. You also wouldn't say that Jordan Love is the second coming of Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Rodgers 2.0. You would never say that. You want to lower expectations for him if he is going to be your starter this season. Mm-hmm. So that yeah, doesn't make I, I sense just, yeah, either. So. I, I know, I mean, I played, and all these guys covered uh, the Green Bay Packers when I played. Um, I know Tom pretty well. He, you know, he is, uh, I think he ended up moving up to Minneapolis. He was yep. covering the team for a while. It just, his report makes a ton of sense mm-hmm. in a lot of regards. Mm-hmm. And that does not mean <clears throat> that Aaron Rodgers is coming back. No. By any stretch. No. But what it does mean, and it, this is the point that I think, gets lost in this shuffle is is he fully bought in if you Three read that quote huge words yes because you notice with goot and i know jesse's working to get the audio when goody said after the season that we pay these guys a lot of money we expect a lot from a time commitment standpoint i don't think there is any most of the guys show up at a pretty regular clip because they want to get their workout bonuses. They want their five hundred to seven hundred fifty k. Who doesn't? He's speaking to one guy, and it was Aaron Rodgers. Uh huh. And I think that piece of this, I'll put it this way: Is there a lot of uncertainty as far as what's going on? Absolutely. The Green Bay Packers paid Aaron Rodgers a king's ransom to play quarterback. They want Aaron Rodgers to be the quarterback, but they want the Aaron Rodgers. The pissed-off Aaron Rodgers from two years ago, three years ago. They don't necessarily want what we saw last year. No. And is Aaron ready to make some type of commitment to the organization? He may not have to be there in April and be there for every stinking day, but do they want him there more so that Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, this big tight end from Notre Dame that they might draft, whoever they pick, can start with the, with, uh, the ground running? And not kind of go, you put your toe in the water. I think they do. I think they invest a lot in their offseason stuff. And I have been on the side of this saying, I want Aaron Rodgers to be mentally fresh when he gets back. And, Jason, I know you mentioned getting to camp last year, mini camps. He has had a ton of success. 2011 lockout season. Uh, the COVID year, where there's a lot of success without being there. So you can see it both ways, and I know the argument is, but you didn't have Devontae. You had young players. Correct. It's valid. I said that last year. Yes, you did. That, to me, 
Right now, if you make me be a soothsayer, and I love soothsaying. Oh, uh, no I'm soothsaying. I'm soothsaying that if Aaron Rodgers is going to you know, get through his dark spell here and get work through all this, him coming back to Green Bay fully vested, Green Bay ain't saying no to that. They're not. All right, I want to explore further the three words that jumped out of Tom Pelissero's mouth and into my ears and then rattled around my head repeatedly. Fully bought in. Speaking of people who are fully bought in, Uncle Homer, trust me, he's fully bought in in everything. He does, there's, he's 100%. It's either 0% or 100% with Homer. He's bought in with his appearances on our show. He just had to reschedule his today. So he joins us next to discuss fully bought in. It's Wilde and Tausch. You know what that music means. You hear him every weekday, 2 to 4, on 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee, alongside the Marquette Hall of Famer Tony Smith on Homer and Tony. You heard him call a big dub for the Marquette Golden oh, Eagles last night. That was a good game night. last night. Watch that thing at the end. And, ooh, that point guard for Marquette. Oh, real deal, baby. That victory by the Golden Eagles over the Creighton Blue Jays, huge. Blue blood. That's a blue blood program. Well, they're, they have blue in their uniforms, and apparently that's all it takes in Jesse's book. That's all that matters. Well, Marquette does too, so now they're a blue blood. Uh, they got the a championship. Radio Network. They got a championship in the last 60 years. And one. sources close to the program indicate to me that there might be a really interesting God talk, my faith with Homer and Pip coming up as well. Ooh. We will talk to Homer momentarily now because Jesse hung up on him apparently. <laughs> but boy, this is what happens when two UW guys give a bunch of praise to a Marquette win. Things just go haywire. I blame you taking too long on the intro. Well, I was fine until someone decided to announce that they well, had watched the game, listen, which I did I not see coming, t- frankly. Yeah, I don't watch a ton of Marquette basketball. I mean, I, I as I've said many times, I am rooting for Marquette. I want Marquette Agreed. to be fantastic. Yeah. Um, but now it's a top ten team, and that's a gritty, gutty win. And I kept I keep forgetting that Creighton is in Nebraska. I always was convinced that it was more of an East Coast team, and now they went down, and the environment down there. I can't wait to hear. Hopefully, Homer, we can reconnect with them. But the Marquette basketball operations, pretty doggone. It's in a pretty good uh, place right now. Uh, led by, of course, Shaka Smart, uh, the pride of Oregon, Wisconsin. All right, Jesse, what's going on there, man? I talked to Homer uh, but during the commercial break. And I said, you good to join Jason and Tausch? He said, yeah. I said, okay, I'll switch you over. And then we switched him over. And he was on hold. And we lost him as you were introducing him. And now I'm getting his voicemail. So I'm guessing maybe his phone died. All right, so let's do this. In hopes of having the full complement of Homer, let's take a break. Early, which never happens on this show, let's be honest. And then we'll have all the way to the start of the 10 o'clock hour to spend with Uncle Homer. So, we did have some good conversations in which we did not lose our guests yesterday. 
uh, including Chris Maragos, who was terrific. If you missed that interview, it is up at WisconsinOnDemand.com and the Wisconsin On Demand app, presented by Grubel Offices. One call, that's all. Thanks to David and his team for supporting the show and for supporting Wisconsin On Demand. Grubel Offices, one call, that's all. Jesse will make not just one call, but a series of calls in an effort to get Homer back, and we'll hopefully talk to him next. It's Wilde and Tausch. Okay, without further ado, we've got him on the boat, so no more introductions. It's Homer. Hi. Steven, good morning. How are you? Hello. What the hell's going on I, I over there? I have no trouble calling anybody but you guys. Well, no, nah, I don't know. It's your end. I have no trouble talking to anybody in the world except you guys, but that's all right. All right. It's done. I blame it's over. Jesse. It's good yep. because, Homer. because I, I really want to address this crap that's being talked about. First of all, I am irritated. You have a guy on who says exactly what I've been saying for the last six months. And you never once mentioned, well, he says exactly what Homer's been saying. But that's okay. What have you been saying? Exactly. No, what? That they want Rogers back. That they want Rogers back. That while you can have a story that somebody is upset, they want Rogers back. Isn't that exactly that's what he said? The... Homer, that's not the part that we found what? that interesting. I think we... We all think that Roger that Green Bay wanted Rogers back. What it's part the, did you find if interesting? He's bought that? in. No, fully if he's bought, bought in. in. Okay, fully that's good. That's the second piece. Of, that's the second piece of crap. I'm glad you bring that up. Okay, and I'll be Aaron right. Rodgers. What the hell is this? I signed a hundred show up to many camps. Billion dollar show up to many camps. Develop want... a rapport with your young what? wideouts. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. This isn't about what I consider important. This is what the team considers important. You know what they put in the contract? If they want me at all the mini camps and all the summer stuff, what do they do? Tell they, can't. The contract. they can't. They, they, they can't. They can't. They, that, they can't do well, that. Well, listen, Homer. The Aaron controlled sure obviously can. the Packers. Did, right, hey, I'll hold up! The, I'll be the hold Packers. up! Right here, Homer. 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 We're doing this with the what? Here's the deal. Aaron Rodgers is right. the 1%. The Packers didn't want to pay him $60 million guaranteed. They would have loved to have paid him 30 They would have loved for him to give it a $500,000 bonus to be at all the OTAs. You know what Rodgers said? Nah, here's what we're doing. And if you don't want it, I ain't coming back. And the Packers acquiesced. That didn't mean the Packers wanted it to happen this way. They needed it because they forced his hand with the leverage he created by playing that's, at an that's, MVP that's level for two too. years. That's crap, It's too. not crap. What that told Rodgers is it wasn't that important to him. It was not that important to him to be in the camps. He'd not no, been there other important. years. It wasn't that important to him. It was important to Aaron to not have it. The You don't think the Packers wanted him there? Come on. No. Come on. I don't. Hold on. Come on. Was, hold on. It was not important enough. I guarantee you what Rogers will say. Hey, if they had wanted me there, they would have made sure that was a part of the deal. You know, in some that's way. crap. You he know, called, that's the crap. The crap though. that he you hasn't can't... been bought in, the crap that he hasn't been bought in is total crap. He's always bought in. That's who he is. The, and selling that the is Packers don't feel that way, himself. Jason. That's Go ahead. Because, all right. All right. That's because right. they're not bought in. And that it's on them. They weren't bought in. Well, then the Packers don't want him. Get it. They weren't bought on him coming in the summer. They, they, Aaron Rodgers is always bought in. This is about the Packers and not Aaron Rodgers. Not only that, this crap about the thumb. 
what is this? What was the sum as far as his play last year? 5%, 10%? Are we all making nah, a big deal about it? Well, Aaron Rodgers didn't play well because he had a broken of the thumb. thumb. How much was the thumb? Why don't you, why don't you go throw a football with a broken thumb? thumb? Let's, let's say you no, throw a football with a broken thumb. How much was it? Fine. I don't know. All of a sudden, now, what percentage was his play? I say 5%. Uh, 5% of his I would play say last 20, season was because of the I'd say 20 or 25%. Right. 20 or 25%. Okay. All right. Jason. Uh, I just yeah, want to know what uh, it is because uh, it right. seems to be growing on a daily basis. All right. Let's, what is, let's, what is let's, it? What do you say? 20, 25%. All right. Let me, let's, let's, wait, Jason, stop. Jason, what do you say it is? Okay. Jason, what do you say it is? Yeah, Jason. 20 to 30%. There you I think go. It was, okay. I think, it was, right. I think it was much worse than he would allow it to be viewed as. And I don't know why, because that doesn't do you any favors, nor does it help the team. I, I want to get back to the original well, point, though. Well, wait a minute. If it's 25 or 30, that should be a huge issue, and that would strengthen the belief that he's coming back, because that would explain the uh, third of the reason he played the way he did was because he was hurt. Correct. So, all right, now let me, let me okay, back well, up. Let's make that a big story. That should be the lead story. No, I disagree. Then let me explain to you why. Okay. Okay. Right. So, okay. so fully bought in uh, rang all kinds of alarm bells for me. And again, I know Jesse was struggling to get connected with you, but there was something that Brian Gutekunst said after the season when he talked to us that Friday about how we invest a lot in these players. We would like them to make the same investment in us. And it was in response to a specific question. Uh, I think it was Matt Reynoldson of WFRV-TV up here asking about Rodgers' participation in the offseason program. And, of course, at the beginning of the answer, Goody said what he is required to say and what also, I would add, it makes it completely unallowed, uh, forbidden, to put in a contract. And that is that the offseason program is optional. Now, you could put a workout bonus in as motivation, and the Packers chose not to do that. They chose to design this contract the way Aaron Rodgers wanted it. They also clearly chose to not emphasize, to your point, just how desperately they wanted him to participate in the first normal in-person offseason that he had the opportunity to participate in. Because remember, he got a new head coach in 2019. He was here for the entire offseason program. COVID hit in 2020. The entire offseason program was virtual for him and everyone else. 2021, he was all pissed off at the organization, so he was staying away like Al Harris did in 2005 or six. Like, not uncommon. Nick Collins did it for one offseason. You're pissed at the organization. You want a new contract. Whatever it is, you stay away. We know how angry he was, so that's why he didn't report for the 2021 offseason. You've got two years in a row where you can make that argument. There is no such argument for last year, especially knowing that you traded away your number one wide receiver and you were replacing him with three, un three draft picks and Sammy Watkins. So that pissed them off. I can assure you the Packers were extremely pissed that he didn't deem the offseason program worthwhile to attend. Now, you can't say that because it's optional and it's, it's voluntary. Now, think back to Tausch's era. It was really voluntary in name only, right? Technically, it's voluntary, but if you didn't come, it was really bad news for you. 
Am I right or am I wrong? Fair. Okay. Very fair assessment. So, now we sit here after a year in which, and I would argue this if I am Goody, and I, I have not talked to Goody about this. I don't want to give the impression that I have, but if I was Goody, I would say, are you effing kidding me, man? We give you a $150 million contract, we tear up the existing deal, and you no-show for the offseason? I can't have you do that again. We went 8-9. and nine. You're bitching about your wide receivers not knowing what they're supposed to do with you and not knowing the signals, and you're, you're throwing me under the bus. You're throwing Matt LaFleur under the bus. Look, I need the best version of you. I want you back. I don't think Jordan is the second coming of you. I want you back, but I want you fully invested, like you were in the offseason program from 2005 through 2019. And I want you to dial back complaining about us publicly all the time. Do you think you can do that? Because if you can do those things and you can alter slightly your leadership of our young players to be understanding of how they're working through trying to live up to the expectations of a future Pro Football Hall of Famer, I want you back. But if you don't think you can do those things, then we have to have another conversation. That's what I would say to him. That is me. That's not Goody. So Dove Kleiman or whoever else is going to aggregate what I just said, that's my feeling of what I would say to him. And I don't think that that's unrealistic or unfair. And I think Goody hinted at both of the aspects of what I just said by his stark, I learned the first time I walked into this building that whatever comes with a great quarterback, it's worth it. I think he was starting to question that last year. And on the other side, when he says, in an answer where he could have just left it at, well, it's voluntary, we can't make anybody do anything, the fact that he flat out said, well, we invest a lot in these guys, we would like them to invest in the same in us, if you don't understand that that is a very clear statement to one person and one person only, whose absence, by the way, led to a bunch of other guys not coming either, then I can't help you, in the words of Winston Moss. Woo! Yeah! Wow, what a rant! Yeah, sound take that, Homer. Sound yes. That is a great sound. Take that, Homer. What do you got to say? Well, that's a nice chit-chat. We're talking about actions. Who is to blame for Aaron Rodgers not coming last year in the summer? Aaron Rodgers. That's my question. Aaron Rodgers only. Packers, not Aaron Rodgers. No. And if it's on Aaron Rodgers, then they shouldn't be fiddling and diddling. They should get rid of get rid of him. Why well, get rid of him? They also know this because all they got. Hold on. They also know that the importance of the offseason has been oversold, just like they're overselling the injury because of this. You ask people that played with him, like James Jones, and he says it takes years. Okay, they know that. They know that's how Rodgers works. And if they know that, then to think that the offseason is going to make any difference with young players, they're idiots. Because the best that Rodgers has had will tell you how long it takes. And then to not get veteran players to help, the kind of people who can help and work with Rodgers right away. The premise that last offseason is that important is crap. The Packers know it's crap because of those who have been successful with Rodgers, the best of them, takes time. They don't didn't have the time. They should have known that and brought in veteran players. Don't ask Homer, me. Quick ask qu- the ones who have worked best with Rodgers and they tell you how long it takes. 
And the belief hey, that that's why Rodgers yeah. didn't think All those right. people that worked well that with him, he went to the offseason every last year. Last season is hey. crap. What? Homer, quick question, quick question for you. So yes. you're actually proving Jason's point. When James Jones was a young player, you know who was at all the OTAs and minicamps with him and developing that chemistry that takes years to do? Aaron no, Rodgers no, was. No. And Go let me ask, ask you him. a question uh, first. Hold on. Go ask him how important that was. And even with that, it took a number of years. The point being, being last year in the camp would have no impact on how good those young players were. You can't were, say that. It takes you can't say that. that. You Packers cannot say that. that. What? Steve, let, you let can't me just say ask that. this. Him, let, let me ask, ask a question him, to both me. of you. I'll stand by I'm going to ask you said. and Jason. I'm going to ask you and Jason, both very reasonable, smart sports people. Oh, one of us. Okay. Reasonable. Yeah, fine, Christian right, Watson, Romeo Dobbs, Torre. Would they have helped even an incremental small bit had Aaron Rodgers been there in April, May, June of last year? Would that have helped them a small bit? to be there working with Aaron Rodgers. Homer, yes or no? Uh, no. You're trying uh, to sell okay. small right. bits. We're, we're, we're good is, here. You're not even at, hold on. You're not even asking the question like it's of any significance. You have to make it a small bit so that it could be so small that I would still have to say yes. Small if it was things make you a would big say, difference. Oh, give me a break. The small bit you're well, being used because you know you can't sell anything other than a small bit. If it's a small bit, it isn't that big. You know what's 50 times more important that they had veteran receivers that could have worked with Rodgers like right Sammy away. Like Sammy Watkins. Yeah, that worked out well. Important. Yeah, like Sammy Watkins. No, they picked the wrong one. No, they picked the wrong one. And they picked <laughs> only one. Okay. I don't Homer. know how you can rationally look at it. I don't know how you can rationally look at. It. I just asked you this question, and you, you know, had to and pause. And you're trying to sell something that you know is not true. I ain't, sell, I ain't selling anything. Listen, I, I ain't selling anything. I'm telling you then that, that you, a big veteran players had a big difference. Homer, ask me that question. Homer, yes. Veteran players don't want to go to a main mini camp when they're installing 93 blast for the 1800th time. But you know what is important? That I can work my combo blocks with a young guard and that we can talk through things so that when training camp comes and starts, you start building that base with the small incremental things. That's what Jason's point is, and I think it was a little disingenuous for you not to say yes to that question because you know the answer is yes. You can say it was unfair of me to ask it that incremental way because it doesn't make the world a difference. But does it make a small difference that will build to make it a big difference? I think you know the answer to that is yes. There we go. A small difference that will build. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Uh, no, all right. All right. We gotta, when do we stop. notice the bill? Stop. When you do we notice the no, bill? Stop. How long does that take? Stop. None of us. <laughs> we none, go to of us none of us knows how big of a difference it would have made. You cannot say you cannot say that it might not have made a big difference because it's not just the incremental yes, where you line yes, up. No, it's not. Stop, please. Okay? And okay. you can't justify it when he had attended 2005 to 2019 without fail. He obviously thought it was valuable then. And the point is, it's not how valuable it is to Aaron Rodgers. It's not. It's about how valuable it is to being around him, 
to learning his different intricacies of who he is, to learning some of the hand signals, to demystifying this superstar player that Romeo Dobbs watched as like an eight-year-old watching the Super Bowl 45 when he was a kid sitting with his mother. There is value, okay? And again, no, as Tausch said, installing the same plays you know does not have value for you but it has value for others. And if you believe yourself to be a great leader, which Aaron Rodgers does, that doesn't mean that they are perfect. And he screwed up by not being part of the offseason program. Great leaders screw up sometimes. And he did. And that the team had a problem with. And they want him to come this year. If he's back, that's part of being fully invested. We'll talk to you at 2.15, buddy. Thanks. Bye. The 10 o'clock hour of Wilde and Tausch. I'm going to need a lozenge. I wasn't listening to much of that. How'd it go? Shut up, Jesse. The 10 o'clock hour starts in two minutes. It's Wilde and Tausch.